clear in your instructions. Okay, clear in your instructions. Making okay. sure that everybody's actively, actively listening and actually getting what you're saying. Okay, actually listening, actively engaged. So, for instance, if, if your, your players are talking when you're talking, you need to be assertive in that, that they listen, especially if you have an hour time frame with them and you have a structured practice ready to go. If they're not listening or they're goofing off, they're not going to pay attention to the, the, what you instructed. And so teaching is a huge part of it. Communication, it is now what you know. It is what you can successfully get across to the players. So I could, you know, you could have the best PowerPoint, the best video presentation, but if you're not coming across as, you know, meaning, if it's not coming off as meaningful or people aren't getting the idea of what you're trying to come across as, um, then you're not going to successfully uh, get across to the player. So communication is huge. Um, that means admitting your mistakes as a coach. That means um, trying to reach boundaries that you didn't think were possible. So if there are students that are that are unengaged or athletes that are in, unengaged, that you don't just ignore those students because they're unengaged, that you actually look and seek to help them develop in any way that they can, okay? Um, John Gruden, I mean, he had to communicate with Antonio Brown that he really wanted him to play, and that communication was broadcasted to uh, the entire public and posted on YouTube, and so, that's what I think a communication breach of privacy, um, but you know sometimes that's going to happen. And, and how did John Gruden, the coach, deal with it? He deal with it pretty well. You know um, he had only good things to say about Antonio Brown after the, the release, and um, you know we saw some of that communication in process. Motivating the real test is getting the players to become self motivated uh, for the players to really strive to become better, and we talked about that a little bit. Disciplining, at times you'll have to serve punishment to your players, students, athletes, whatever it is, employ what I call tough love. No coach really enjoys punishing athletes. No father enjoys spanking a child. This might be a little outdated, but that's what fathers did, and I got spanked growing up, and they had a paddle, and that thing worked. Um, but, you know, we live in new times, and it might not work nowadays, okay? Um, but we realize that it is being done with a purpose of improving that individual. Being positive, great things can be accomplished if you think you can. So I might come in, and I might have some things going on in my personal life that are just super south, and I might not even want to come in and teach or be positive. I could be really Debbie Downer. I could, um, you know give assignments that I don't think are fair. I could treat people unfairly and, and take out all my anger in my personal life on my students. So it's remaining positive, okay? Praise more than criticize, okay? If you're constantly criticizing someone, they're not gonna listen to you. So making sure that you're about 80% praise and maybe 20% criticize. So always saying, I mean, what are they doing good? You know, make sure that you're always telling them that they're doing a good job and be specific. Don't just say good job. Be like, I like how you squared up to the ball. You know, that you actually put in the terminology that you're not just saying, all right, here we go, here we go. So having some specific feedback. Being honest. Too often as coaches, we think we are gods or masterminds and that we never make mistakes. I make, make, I make mistakes all the time as a teacher. Um, I try to always admit those mistakes too to my students or my athletes or whoever I'm, I'm working with. 
you know, I'll tell you what I've experienced, and I won't tell you anything other than what I've experienced. So whenever you want the truth from someone, just ask them, well, what have you experienced? Because if they don't have the experience, then they really can't tell you. Um, have the courage to admit when you have made a mistake, okay? Uh, last class, we had too many things going on, and we had to rush it, and that was a mistake, and I hope that doesn't happen again, okay? Being enthusiastic. If you're not fired up about what you're doing, how do you expect others to be, okay? Especially in a setting that involves physical fitness and moving, you have to be high energy, okay? Um, being organized, having well thought out reason for everything you do. Proper preparation is accomplished through organization. Know your players. It is important to know the capabilities of each player. Too often we expect too much or demand too little from a player. You know, if it's a star player, we want them to score every single game, okay? Don't always expect too much from those star players and always demand more than enough from everybody, all right? Um, this can often happen when we compare players and expect them to perform the same way. It is also important to know that there are home and f their family life. So as a teacher, um, a little bit difference of a coach and a teacher is that teachers don't really get to know you per your personal life. Yeah, I'll ask you some questions about your day and I will try to build relationships and I do try to motivate and be enthusiastic and, and try to be a coach at the same time as a teacher. But there is a fine line, okay? I'm not gonna ask everything about your personal life because there aren't specific skills in a, in a, you know, in a game setting or a sports setting that we're actually trying to accomplish. For this course, I'm really trying to facilitate learning through the coaching standards, okay? <clears throat> you don't have to pry. The players will tell you what they feel you should know if you are concerned. Determination, determining the best position for each player. This is one of the most difficult things in coaching and should be thought out carefully and with just reasoning, okay? Um, knowing that, okay, as an athlete, I really want to be the forward and I really want to be the person that scored goals. And if I convinced my coach of that, maybe that's what I would have done. But my coach said, no, you're, more, you're better at off as a center halfback. That's where I want you. I want you in the middle of the field. I want you to get the 50-50 balls, and then I want you to pass it to the people that are faster than you. And that's, you know, as a player, you're like, what do you mean faster than me? There's, you know, you have to be humble as a player, but as a coach, you have to make those decisions, and you can't just say, oh, if you think you're going to be a forward, then you should be a forward, okay? Being criticized, coaching is a profession where you'll be criticized and second-guessed all the time. Same thing with teaching. I get second guess all the time. I get criticized a lot, but you know, after 10, 20 years, that's that's kind of the name of the game. You just have to get used to it. And you have to get over it too. So if you make a mistake, you stutter, you say something embarrassing, you, you mess up, you just get over it. If you're not messing up, I like to say you're you're messing up. Because if you're not messing up, it means you're not trying, right? So if you're messing up, it means you're you're definitely trying, especially in sports. Um <clears throat> Love of kids. The most important quality of coaching is the love of the kids. You do it for the players and not for you. So you do it because you like to see the enjoyment on their face when they win. You like to see uh, the encouraging face when they do something that they haven't done before. When you help someone reach their full potential and when you help someone 
and create the steps to get there, it, it definitely pays off immediately. I mean, there's definitely lots of experiences where I've had students, student athletes come up to me, tell me that their shoulder feels better after performing the mobility exercises, uh, tells me that they're motivated a little bit more because of the workout that we went through or something like that. So you really have to love being who you're, uh, being around who you're teaching and who you're coaching. <clears throat> the greatest coach ever? Question mark? I don't know. Is it, I mean, is it somebody else? Is it Bill Belichick? Um, who thinks it's Bill Belichick? Who's a Patriots fan? Okay, so this is uh, John Wooden. If you've never met him, this is an introduction introduction. 